0: Hello and welcome back to the Psych Legal Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of a therapist and an attorney. I'm the therapist Tess Brigham and I'm Brooke Brigham, the attorney. So, well, you know what? We just love Sister Wives. We can't get away from it. You seem to love it. We love it. So I do love it. <laughs> so, I admit it. Uh, so we are talking about today. We're going to talk about the book Becoming Sister Wives. The story of an unconventional marriage by Cody, Mary, Janelle, Christine and Robin Brown. We did not. I will admit we did not read this from top to bottom each. We each took a section or two uh, to talk about. So we're going to talk about each section. But just I'm very curious, Brooke, what are your overall thoughts about the book? Well, overall, like you have to consider, this book was written in, well, was published in 2012. And the show started in 2010. 2010. Mm-hmm. So they're relatively new to this whole thing. Yeah. So they've yeah. been, they've had the show for a couple of years. Robin has only been in the family for a couple of years. And in fact, Robin's sections... So, the book is divided up into these sections, and then in each section, there are chapters where each wife talks about whatever the topic is. Yeah. And Robin's sections are pretty short because she doesn't have a lot to talk about. Yeah, it's true. You know, she hasn't, she's only been in the family a couple of years. And so, you know, a lot of it is, you know, this, <laughs> Uh, how should I put this? Like, you know, obviously they're telling their story, they're putting themselves in, in their best light, but they do speak about hard things. Yes, yes. I was surprised by some of the honesty with yeah. some parts of this. Yes. The parts, particularly where they talk about the struggle between, um well, really, let's just call it as it is, with Mary. <laughs> yes, okay? yes. Pretty much everybody has had problems with Mary. Yes, every single wife, Yeah. yeah. And I was also surprised, like having, you know, watched the, all the seasons and especially this past season, you know, and how angry Cody is now and all a lot of the stuff that he says now, very different mm-hmm. than what he was reporting yes. back then. And the way that he talked about his wives, you know, when they first met and got married, is it's kind of weird. It's like, wow, like he was just loved all of them Mm -hmm. all of them so much according to him and now he's saying he never was in love with Christine I mean what no well I have evidence of moments in time where they talk about this that 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 was not Cody's opinion when they first got married yeah it's like I I, it's like well were you lying then are you lying now you know yeah which one is it and so yeah a lot of the book is very much you know them trying to make themselves look good and (laughs) make it look like this whole polygamy thing is just great yes but they but they are and they are honest on some other things I feel like the person who's most honest is Janelle I feel like I got the most sort of just you know Janelle's to me just my opinion to me Janelle seems like the one that I would go to and say hey okay what's really happening here Janelle I would trust her her take on things and so I felt like I got the most from reading about Janelle, but uh, yeah, it's not. I mean, I don't know if it was exactly a page turner. So you don't, if you haven't read it, I don't know if I would recommend it. But we're gonna talk about yeah, it. Yeah, so. we're, we're just gonna talk about some of the things that you know are that we found surprising yes. in the book. You know, that's that, a good way that, of we, that we don't okay already, that we don't already know or that something seems different. You know now than it did then or vice versa you read the you read the prologue so there's the prologue and then what's the first first section is something is it like called marriage yes the first wait the first section is called matrimony. matrimony so basically in this section um cody and the four wives basically talk about how they met you know their courtship um They're, you know, getting married. Um, So they kind of switch back and forth between um, the wives and Cody talking. So yeah, so anyway, so the prologue real quick is just uh, Cody talking basically. And uh, some of the takeaways from the prologue was um, Cody says that their biggest struggles have been financial. Um, and he says that the wives contribute significantly to both of their, in, both their individual households and the family as a whole, and they support their kids and what's left over goes to large group expenses such as mortgages. And so yeah, the finances is something I'm always interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I've always thought it sounded to me like they really were financially pretty separate. Meaning, oh, they they each held their own, right? Like, yeah, like they, I, I they thought each it. controlled their own. They each had their their own. Uh, well, they talk about this later too. They each had their own checking account. Mm, mm-hmm. They tried in the beginning with Mary and Janelle trying to share a checking account. Yeah, that didn't work. Oh God, those two, no. Yeah, and it, it seems like they, you know, either through work or you know other wives, if if they're not working, giving, t- um, you know, getting. Money. It sounds like they're given a certain amount and they Mm -hmm. control what they need to buy, food, whatever, for their household. Okay. So anyway, that's all I wrote down about the blog. Anyway, okay, so we start with um, Mary and Cody. And so Mary and Cody, both of them, their parents came to plural marriage a little bit later in Mm life. I think Mary said she was like um, 10 or 11 when her dad first took another wife. And Cody was like 18, 17, 18. And, you know, they talk about it like they both had no problem with this, Mm -hmm. which I thought was... Well, because they were 17, 18, oh, when their parents became polygamists. When their parents Uh, became uh, polygamists, yeah. They were... But I don't know. Don't you think if you're 11, 17, whatever, and your parents decide to be polygamists, I think I'd have a problem with that. Well, but I guess... In the world that we live in, but maybe if you're in Wyoming and part of the LDS Church, Utah. that this is yeah. common. Maybe. Were they in Wyoming or Utah? I thought they were in Cody's from Wyoming. Yeah, so I feel like in the beginning of all of their marriages, they went. They were in Utah and then Wyoming and then back to Utah. I don't know. Anyway, they'd so be, they. Be, you're right. You're right. I, it is weird. Yeah, it's strange. Um. Yeah, he said that he loved. Um, Cody said he loved his dad's new wives right out of the gate. Mhm. Um anyway, but Mary, yeah, Mary's dad had four more wives, so five total, 27 children. Um Cody went on an LDS Mormon mission and while he was gone, that's when his parents it said they got excommunicated from the Mormon Church and he came back and his dad had a new wife. Wow. Okay. That was fast. Um yeah. So they met Cody and Mary met at church. She was only 18. She'd never courted anyone before. Um, Cody's sister was her good friend. Um, you know, she fell hard for him. Um, Cody said that prior to meeting Mary, he said he had been dating carelessly. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. But What's that mean? I don't know. But he had decided to stop that and he said that Mary had a remarkable purity about her and he thought that they were soulmates. Interesting. <laughs> so anyway, th- yeah, this all happened very fast. You know, Mary told her dad that um, uh, you know, or or Cody, you know, got permission from Mary's dad to court her. They courted for a month um, and then at some point Cody says I'm thinking maybe we ought to get married you know if you want to <laughs> just as a, any woman imagines a yeah, proposal you to be want to hear those magic words yes um, and they got married four months later and you know they said they were very much in love um and life I've, is great that was that yeah that, wow that was that's all I took away from the Mary Cody thing but yeah I I did find it interesting how they both, their families were sort of similar in that late to life, late yeah. life, plural marriage, <laughs> but hey, this is what we're doing now. It's all okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, usually people would at least be like, what, what, what happened? Yeah. And was this new person? And hold on a second. So maybe that happened or maybe it's hard to know what the truth is. It's, it's hard was, to really, yeah. what really happened if they were that accepting of it, because- and again I I don't we don't live in that world so I don't know that world if that's how common that is right. that you your parents are LDS and then one day they might jump over to this other this fundamentalist this fundamentalist yeah. you know plural marriage yeah and then both wack- Co- and both Cody and Mary decide to do it as well but again this is them making everything Yes. Yes. You know, and as we've talked about many, many times, there's so many, there's so many problematic parts of this because they're so young. Yeah. They're both so young. It's like her first boyfriend. Yes. You know, and I don't know what this carelessly dating was doing, (laughs) but um, the first, you know, first of everything and coupled with dating for one month, engaged for four and then boom, you're married. So essentially like a football season <laughs> you're yeah. all of a sudden married you know it's it's crazy yeah so then um the next chapter is uh janelle and cody their love story um so janelle was raised lds and um see what i have her her mother con- converted to lds mm-hmm. in college Uh, Her dad had died when she was two and she had a stepdad for a while, but he was emotionally unavailable and um, they got divorced. And so she met first. um, She met Adam, who is Mary's brother. Yeah, I don't know why they never talk. I know why they don't talk about the marriage, but I would love to know more. But yeah, well, she met him and he was um, he was a polygamist. You know, their families, they were polygamists. As I just said, but he converted to LDS because at this point, Janelle is just LDS. Mm -hmm. And they got married in the temple, but they broke up after six months. Mm. Um, But she stayed. And she doesn't say why they broke up. Like, what was the reason? She really doesn't give a concrete reason. I mean, six months means that you... If you're breaking up after 6 months, that means like somewhere around week 2 of your marriage, you're like, "Ooh, this <laughs> is a good, right?" So, yeah, I feel like it had to have been something glaring. Yeah. People usually if it's if it's something like we don't get along or you're messy and I'm not, I, that usually you can get through those things. This has to be pretty serious. Yeah, I think it was, and that's why it's never talked about, and that's why why we don't know why it was just this short marriage, but yeah. but she stayed close to her in-laws and hence Mary's parents Mary yeah Mary's um Mary's family and then at the time Mary was dating Cody and so um she said that when she when she met Cody she said she had a feeling of relief and recognition wash over her ooh so this is this so but this is different than your testimony cuz they always talk about oh I had this testimony that you know we should go to Vegas. Does so that means God spoke to you? Yeah, I want to so know what that, that means. means. Does that mean God spoke to you? Or is it that you just made a decision? You just decided, you know what feels right? This. Yeah. Or that wave of whatever, maybe that's pheromones and hormones. And, ooh, I think yeah. this person's attractive. I don't know. I did not know what that meant. Yeah, I don't, I just want to, I wish one of them would explain what test, what, I mean, I guess I could look it up on the web, but like, what does that mean? A testimony. I always thought that it. That it meant, you know, like God spoke to you. You pray, mm-hmm. you prayed about it, and whatever, and God, God decided you just spoke to you. Uh, God's never spoken to me. <laughs> never wait. ever. No. Oh, so you know why? Because you're not <laughs> LDS or fundamentalists, and you're not going to go to whatever this kingdom is. It's not praying hard enough. You're, you're, you are not <laughs> praying hard enough because God is not talking to you. Anyway, or could, could it just be someone's intuition? But go on. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> so Janelle actually went to Mary and Cody's wedding with mm-hmm. her with her estranged brother. I mean, estranged str- str- <laughs> a estranged a, a husband, Mary's brother. Because she said they 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 had separated. I guess they broke up, separated after six months, but their their divorce wasn't finalized for a little while. And so anyway, she liked this family. Mm-hmm. She was intrigued by them. And so she hung around and stayed around. And she said that the three of them, Mary, Cody, and her, they were um, friends. And she said that she recognized, or no, Cody said he recognized Janelle's intelligence and that the conversation flowed easily. Mm -hmm. And so Janelle worked at an employment agency and she helped Cody get a full-time job. Okay. As a salesman. And um, Cody says, this is all this back and forth. Janelle and Cody. Then Cody says he thought that he was everything Janelle was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cody. I know. Good to know that you haven't changed much, Cody. No, he gosh, what will we do without you, Cody? <laughs> so him. Um, and so anyway, I guess Janelle owned a house, and Mary and Cody began renting her how an old she called it her old house. I don't know, maybe she was living with Mary's brother. Anyway, they rented her house. And then, again, one day, Cody told Janelle at lunch, maybe you and I should consider you and me. <laughs> well, Cody, you're not getting any better. I mean, this, this is just so bizarre. But Janelle said she just kind of laughed it off. Um, and then Cody invited Janelle to go to his family's ranch in Wyoming. And Janelle's mom was kind of concerned because she thought, that this was, uh, you know, this weird polygamous cult. She didn't really want Janelle going there by herself. She, you know, thought, she said for her safety, she went with her. And so she and Cody's dad, Wynn, had an instant chemistry and they began courting and got married, <laughs> which I think is just so bizarre. But I guess this happens a lot in this, in this world. So... Oh, gosh. So, essentially, at this point, Janelle is the sister-in-law of Mary and the stepsister of Cody. Cody. Yes. It's just sister-wives. It really has many. Or even it's not even the way they look at it. It wouldn't even be a stepsister because they don't call each other's kids step. Yeah. Oh, I guess you not. Know what I mean? Yeah. They say that's my brother, my sister. They don't use the word step. So, <laughs> they were brother and sister. <laughs> but they didn't have the same. Not biolog- Not biologically, no, but. In this life. Yes. World. So um, Janelle decided to join the faith, the fundamentalist faith. Um, and Cody again says he felt that they're destined to share a future and that Janelle was starting to think Cody was the person for her. My goodness. So Janelle at this point, she's only still only 22. Wow. Um, and she's on her second marriage. That's crazy. Yeah. And she says, Cody's dad wanted Janelle to marry Cody's brother. Oh, which one? They didn't say which one. But, you know, Cody and Janelle had other ideas. Um, Just this. Wanted, I guess this is Cody talking. He wanted an intelligent connection, a companion, and then intimacy would develop from there. Yeah that i in the, in the other chapters that that is a bit of a theme of yeah, Janelle yeah. and Cody this idea of what's their connection is it an intellectual connection is it a romantic connection you yeah know, yeah well and this this is really uh, this is something cut Janelle says Cody was the most emotionally intelligent man she knew no way. so she really did she p- didn't know many people yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god oh we have more oh, no. more. oh more okay so <laughs> They were in Montana for some reason. Okay. Janelle confessed to Cody that she thinks that she belongs in their family and Cody is relieved by this and Mary doesn't protest. I guess they moved back to Wyoming, went on one date Um. And he gave her a ring that Janelle's mom had given to him. And two weeks later, they got married. Oh my! Two weeks? Yeah. Are you serious? After their first date? Oh my gosh! Yeah. He fast. proposed on the first date. So you think? So you're going out to dinner? It's like, well, do you think you're you and me? Okay, great. And then two weeks later, well, this they've been friends for a while. I mean, they knew each other, but it's just, yeah. I know this is part of this. Specific- I know. This is very typical, but it's just shock. I didn't realize it was two weeks. Okay. Yeah. And so then she said during... Well, it is her sister afterwards. (laughs) Yeah, it is a little awkward. So (laughs) this is the least of this. This is my sister. I know her real well. So we should get... (laughs) But two weeks is the least of the problems here. It's... There's so many others. Okay. So... And then she says during their honeymoon, um, she said it still felt platonic. She'd never really been alone with him. Mm. She wasn't in love yet. And... (laughs) That she says it would be many, many years into the marriage before our true love story would begin. Boy, that's that's not a good sign for the honeymoon. No, it doesn't <laughs> sound like uh, much doesn't of a honeymoon. Like, yeah, it doesn't sound like he swept, moment. you know, I don't know. Who knows what went on? So the first year was a real struggle. She moved in with Cody and Mary, but she said she felt like a house guest. Yeah. That Cody and Mary they were really in love, and that they would watch movies and they would hold hands under the blanket, and Janelle would just be sitting there in her chair, um, like a third wheel, like yeah. you're there with your friend, and you're just like, oh right. god, I got to get out of here. Because Cody and Mary they did, they had, they were like first loves. They were, you know, yeah, dovey. Um, and she said there were a lot of arguments over small things like how to fold clothes, how to clean the <laughs> kitchen. She said she felt challenged and confronted on all fronts, and lost her sense of self. Mm. So, wow, yeah. that's that's quite a cliffhanger because I'll pick it up from there yeah. when I get to my section. It is well, Mary. Ugh. Yeah, this book really reveals that Mary was. Yeah. No, I've got something some... else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so now we're on Christine. Um, Christine says that at seventeen she decided to be a polygamist, even though she. She'd been raised in this very prominent polygamist family. She decided for herself. And her grandfather or great-grandfather was the founder of this particular sect. Her grandfather. Was, I, don't, I don't know if he was the founder, but he was the current basically head okay. leader of of this AUB, the some Something United Bre- Apop, Apocalypse. Not apocalypse. Oh, <laughs> Puzzles, I don't know. Something United Brev... Brethren, okay. So she's a big, she's a big deal. Yeah, she's a big deal. Um, and she says she knew she only wanted to be a third wife because she was not interested in the monogamous stage of polygamy, which would be the first wife. <laughs> uh-huh. And she said that um, the third wife is the one that makes peace between the first and the second wives. That's what she wanted. Mm. Um, so let's see, she. She met Cody. Her sister and her went to a church camp, and the leaders of her group at the camp were Cody and Mary. Oh, so Cody and Mary—I guess you know—they're married. They're they're leading church camp groups. <laughs> so weird. Okay. Okay. It is weird. Um, and she when she returned, she was gushing about Cody, and um, let's see. Oh, I guess Mary knew Christine because Mary had been in polygamy, you know, for mm-hmm. most of her life. She'd been to Christine's house. But um, she <laughs> Mary said that nobody noticed her until she was with Cody. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Mary has a way of just making some comments. But yeah. Yeah. All right. And then uh, Christine says she went to church and she saw Cody and she says, he's so cute! (laughs) Exclamation point. Um, Cody didn't remember seeing Christine at church. Oh no, Christine. (laughs) He said they met at a dance and he thought she was bubbly and sweet and cute. Um, Cute as anyone I'd ever seen before. But he wasn't ready for a second wife. Uh, this is before he was even courting Janelle mm. so we're kind of going back in time um, so uh, he said that there was a spark and that he knew that their destinies were interlaced ooh um so is this Cody talking I guess he says he hung out he hung out with all the young single people ooh and there were events at Christine's house all the time and he was in awe at how ad- adorable and upbeat she was. Doesn't sound like a sacrifice, no. but okay. I'm waiting for the sacrifice. But yeah. Um, let's see. Mary and Christine were friends, but Mary was not prepared to court her. Uh Christine wasn't interested in marriage yet, but she liked hanging out with Mary and Cody. And she said Cody made a big splash when he joined the church. <laughs> Cody is gushing about how fun Christine is. Um, she's the kind of person he wanted to be around all the time. She was the cutest girl in the world, although she was a little chubby. <laughs> now, that's a low blow. Yes, that is a low blow. Yeah. Even for Cody so though and then he talked about the chili cheese not oh, so incident <laughs> <laughs> the infamous incident i've heard about this incident from so many different people oh gosh so yeah like how mortifying why did you keep that in the book that was just so embarrassing well, just tell so tell me what the story is my guess is everyone knows the story but just in case Well, the story is they're going on a road trip with a bunch of other young you know polygamist uh people They're driving somewhere on a road trip. Anyway, so they'd been driving like a long time and they're driving in the same car. And Cody said that he'd been drinking all this, he called it soda pop, Mm -hmm. um, to stay up, you know, while he was driving. He said they stopped at a gas station and he kind of felt kind of queasy from all the soda pop. And Christine went in and came back with a big plate of uh, chili cheese nachos. And he said... These are his words exactly. The sight of this chubby girl in my car eating chili cheese nachos for breakfast put the brakes on our relationship. Ooh. Like he was so grossed out. He said that there was chili, you know, she was just making a mess. There was chili cheese everywhere. (laughs) And that really grossed him out, someone eating. yeah, Wow, terrible. but, But even if you thought that, What's in your head? And now been married to this woman when you're writing yeah. this book. You've now been married to this woman for like almost twenty years. Yeah, yeah. Why would you say that? And I'm sorry. I've been married almost twenty years. My husband does things that I think are kind of, uh, or uh, you know, or God, the chewing or whatever yeah, it you're is. Not I'm telling gonna, people, I would. Well, I'm telling you all now. <laughs> but I also wouldn't put that in a book and no. you know write it down somewhere. That's the part I oh I I always thought that was so odd. But and why didn't the Editors I mean, they were working with a ghost writer they didn't write this, yeah, not one person stopped them, but okay, okay, yeah, it's out there, so harsh um okay, so then, oh I guess where they were driving was um on this trip they were driving up to the ranch the uh, Cody's ranch up in Wyoming and uh Christine said that at the ranch um Cody was a stud ooh. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure what he was doing, but he was just this studly cowboy. Um, so then she talks about there's a young there was a young girl there who was beautiful and thin, and she was visiting the Browns in Wyoming, and uh Christine took her back to Utah. Make a lot of sense. Anyway, she and Cody And Mary hit it off. So this girl, this girl from the ranch, she hit it off with Cody and Mary and they began courting her. Mm. And Christine was devastated and she broke off the friendship because she couldn't stand to see them all together. And then after that, her parents got divorced and her mother actually left the faith. And um, then she said, she, she spoke to Mary on the phone one day and Mary told her um, that the courtship had been prolonged because they wanted to wait for the girl to turn 18. Lordy. Yeah. Oof. Oof. So was she 17, 16, 15? Like how many years while well, waiting? But that is frightening. And I, yes, they both are young too, but... Lisa Mary was 18 when they started. Yeah. But I mean, Mm -hmm. what is the difference between a 17-year-old and an 18-year-old? I mean, 18 is creepy too, but Mm -hmm. it's not like Cody's like an old man. You know, he's, he's what, three years older than Mary. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. But I guess that's part of their culture. Yeah, it's part of their culture. And, you know, as a therapist, we have, you know, we have to report things. And obviously if you have a client who's... 15 years old and she tells you I'm dating a 25 year old that you need to you know that is you need to address that issue. You need to tell someone about it. But there is something about there are gray areas in all of this. So when you have, you know, a 16 and an 18 year old, when you have a 17 and a 19 year old, you know, when you have these. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious about what how old they were at this time versus this. Cody probably. Well, he was 22 when he married Mary, so they've been married for a little while. So he's got any got to be like 23, 24. Yeah, it's a little. I mean, and I if know. even if she's like 17, mm. that's seven years. Yeah, that's a lot. That's too much. And that that's that would be enough At that age. Yeah. yeah, I would report it, <laughs> and I, I would have I would say something. Well, different. I'm surprised they left that in the book. Yeah, that's, yeah, that makes them sound creepy. Who knows? I don't know. All right. Anyway, um, so, oh, but then a week before the wedding that was supposed to happen with this young woman, Mary called Christine to say that the wedding was canceled. Mm. Oh, wait. So they got that close to it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But then she also said, she says the next thing she knew, Mary and Cody had married Janelle and they moved to Wyoming. So what, when things didn't work out with the Yeah. The 18-year-old, newly minted 18-year-old, they (laughs) just said, well, let's just marry Janelle. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But I think this is the pressure of this religion. Yeah. I think that the minute, you know, you get one marriage, it's just like the same thing with babies. Another baby. baby, baby. And I think it's the same with this. I think that Cody probably got, and Mary at that time, a lot of pressure from the church elders to find someone, find someone, find someone, find someone, right? Well, yeah, and Cody's dad was trying to uh, marry off Janelle to one of the other brothers. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, I think it is. I think you're right. So, okay, so they moved. So they were in Mary, Cody, Janelle are in Wyoming. And then she says they all met up in Utah a few times. I guess Christine is in Utah. And Cody all of a sudden gets feelings again for Christine Christina's giddy, and she goes up to Wyoming for Cody's birthday, and they start courting with her family's blessing. And she said that Janelle was accepting of her, but Mary was not. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Okay, we're on the hill with Christine here. Okay, so they got engaged. Um, Cody wanted to wait. Uh, Christine did not. Um, they'd already been friends for three years. Um, and they got married six weeks later. Um, Cody says he realized it was too quick. He was not yet 25 and you know he's already got three wives. Yeah. He said Janelle was pregnant with Logan um, and Christine had no idea how tense things were between Mary and Janelle and he says that Christine became a major factor in their success as a family because she brokered peace in the household. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently Christine didn't like this that Cody didn't even plan a honeymoon oh that's yeah, crappy they just got in the car and drove to Montana and she said it was a tense trip wasn't really ready for the transition and um, both were worried they married too soon mm. so like yeah there's this big intense like oh you know love 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 like, and yeah. they get married and then it's like oh wait a minute yeah we're married uh oh uh oh it's too late yeah so that's uh, now we're moving on to Robin Ugh, Cody Robin Robin um so she she does say that she was married to the son of a prominent prominent family her first marriage so she married at 21 she was a first wife she called herself a first wife but there were never any other wives yeah so she by default <laughs> she's the only wife and she was married for seven and a half years. So clearly this guy was never going to yeah. take another wife. Yeah. Well, and and what was so weird about this is the story that she has always told us, whoops, the story that she's always told us is she gave him her purity and her flower. Right. It sounds like maybe she got pregnant and yeah. had to marry him. And they were together for, you know, she was in this abusive marriage for seven years but it sounds like the whole time she wanted to be a polygamist. She wanted yeah. him to marry other people, but he's abusing you at the same time. So, well, and she says it's abusive, but we don't even know what that means. Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's not that I don't believe her, but it's just like, if it was so abusive, like, well, she says she, was, yeah, why are you dying? Why are you dying to have other women <laughs> yeah. toying you in this hell. Said- she said that they s- separated after seven and a half years and they're divorced. After nine, um, huh. she said she was badly mistreated and misled by her ex-husband. Oh. So maybe he—that was part of it. He said, "Oh yeah, we're going to do this polygamy thing," and then he never really yeah. wanted to. Which is kind of the opposite, I think, with most women, where usually they tell you, "Yeah, I want to be with you." Oh no, we're polygamous now, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, she said after her divorce, this is so bizarre. She developed this alter ego that she called She-Ra. <laughs> <laughs> and and so she got strength from, you know, She-Ra. Uh, when she needed to be strong or whatever, she would, She-Ra would would come out. Anyway, so she went to go visit her cousin Reba in Lehigh. She lived like um yeah, you know, St. Hours. George, several hours away. Yeah, I think she said it was uh five hours away or something. Yeah, St. George. Okay, so she says she spotted... Cody in church, um, and then uh, I said, uh, month later at Reba's house. I think that because I this is what I read in my section that they um that they met. It's oh, so okay. there was a party at Reba's house. Yeah, okay. and they and Mary and and Cody were there. Okay, so she first saw them. She first spotted him in church, but then then she she went back to visit the next month and Co- and Reba was having a party and Cody pulled up in a white convertible with Mary and she said he was so dynamic and full of energy then um, there was going to be a church dance she said she didn't want to go but her mother told her she should go to get her scent out there Ooh, God okay very weird thing to say um, and so at this dance uh, Cody asked her to dance <laughs> and then she thought that like Mary was just being nice and telling Cody oh go dance with her or whatever but she said that during um, the two songs they danced together they opened up to each other oh so sad. were these slow songs they, they had dance? to be slow songs yeah. If you're, if they're fast songs how do you do that She said she forgot about everything for 10 minutes. They were the only people in the world and she forgot where she was. What? (laughs) Yeah, her, I have to say her telling of these tales is Mm -hmm. very, um, you know, kind of fantasy. Yeah, it's very weird. So, and then she said that they talked until 2 a.m., Hmm. Um, she's just just all... her and Cody or her and Cody and Mary I must have been all of them I mean they're all there yeah okay so anyway the so then and then she's saying that she made an agreement with God that if God wanted her to marry someone she would need irrefutable proof mm. from God okay. okay so now now does God ever speak to you and give you a challenge like that <laughs> I don't know it's never happened okay that's right okay so then cody says he initially didn't want a divorced woman but that with robin it was love at first sight it was deep and transcendent Mm. there was a spark a spiritual connection wow i can't argue with can't argue with that yeah okay so after the dance um oh this yeah cody Oh, after they got home from the dance, Cody and Mary stayed up for two hours talking about Robin. Yes. You mean at 4 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> you were still st- they have kids. <laughs> no, they didn't at this point. Oh, no, they did. They yeah. Did. What they am I talking did. about? So they're, they're 15. That's right. There's yeah. that. That Lehigh Trey house. Get to the, the marriage. Yeah. Kids. Yeah. Um, and so Cody's, I think this is. Yeah. Cody says that the family was stable. The wives were happy. And um, he said he, he had arrived at the place he'd been dreaming of since he married Christine. Mm. But the connection was so deep and spiritual with Rob, and it kept them up at night. Um, he said he fell on his knees to pray and he told God that he felt a stirring. <laughs> <laughs> Something's stirring. Something's in stirring inside of Cody. <laughs> you make your own. You leap to your own conclusions with that one. Yeah. Let your imagination run wild with that oh my god then he says that they he and Mary told Reba they had both been bitten by the same love bug oh so Mary's smitten too yes okay and then I have here Robin lives 300 miles away um, and she says few men in our faith have four wives it's just too challenging <laughs> Yeah. We, we we've learned that. No, we know, we know now. Cody told Janelle, and he said Janelle was overcome with emotion and says, This is supposed to happen. Mm. Cody told Christine about Robin the night of the dance and claims that she was uh Christine was disappointed she didn't get to meet her. Uh then so they had a barbecue at their house to invite Robin to come over and meet everybody. Mm-hmm. And Robin pointed out that she said there were three convertibles and when she pulled up to the barbecue. I don't know what that was about. I just that's an interesting detail to share detail. I don't know why, okay, um, she said she met Janelle and Christine. she felt awkward, but she fell in love with the family because Cody was so oh wait, she fell in love with the family before Cody um was so impressed about how Cody was. Everywhere all at once meeting everyone's needs. That was okay. the perception. I'm sure he was on his best behavior mm. that day. Um, she said she sat down and she told everyone her story in a in a very serious way. And then Christine started teasing her and said, Do you think her husband is cute? Oh. And then Robin made some comment about how she would never um Pursue a married man or something. And then Christine says, Yeah, right, you hussy. <gasps> what? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Hmm. But, you know, I'm sure she said it like in a joking way, but yes. not joking. Oh. And then she says that they were chased during their whole courtship and they never even hugged, which is bullshit because then this, what was all you Tara. We saw you kissing her yeah. when christine was in labor yeah, truly exactly. hello they never even hugged no they hugged and kissed we saw it. it's on camera right? yes Oof, boy what a journey and that out is just mind. part one that oh wait, wait i have a one more little oh. paragraph here hold <laughs> on this might be something important okay this is a round out finish up robin okay cody said that when robin's dad gave him permission to court her um, Cody's career was in the dumps and he didn't have two nickels to rub together mm, a good idea yeah, yeah br- get married and bring in three more kids um, <laughs> oh and then Cody said he found out that an older and esteemed man in their faith wanted to court Robin oh he yeah. said I didn't have the money to marry and support Robin but I knew that I would find a way <laughs> yeah um, yeah he said he proposed, and he said he kissed her. Oh, oh! See, you just contradicted yourself. He said he couldn't support her, and he couldn't afford to move her to his town. But he knew God would help and do what it took. Mm. So I don't know how. Maybe TLC. Relo- no, I will tell Robert, you. Relocate, Rob. We we learned. We learned in this section that it wasn't God. It was TLC. Okay. So okay. TLC, good. I because that's like, what. Yeah. And I remember there was an episode where Christine was talking about how um, Cody didn't even have like the gas money. Oh, yes. I love that. To go see Robin. And she's like, well, then you shouldn't go. Yeah. But that didn't stop him. I don't know. I don't know how he found it, but he found the gas money. Oof. Well, that was a journey. Yeah. That was just part one of the book. So we're going to and you had a harder job because the way it's broken up and i kept looking at the book going god is there a better way you could have done this but maybe not um the first part was cody's story with each women and then after this part two which i cover i'll cover in the next episode is called sorority and that's just the women so you had a much harder job i will say because you had two people talking and you had to yeah. Write all that was, down. It was a long section, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was so good. No problem. No all right. So we do want to bring in some talk about a bit about what's been happening in the Sister Wives world since we last tuned in. Since the tell all part three aired, so much has happened. We learned that uh, Cody and Mary are officially apart, yeah. separated, divorced, divorced. Did they use the divorce word? Uh, no, they just, they're just not, they're just not together not anymore. Together. Like, and they made it official. So that's good. I think hopefully that will allow Mary to move forward in her life. I mm-hmm. felt like Mary was really treading water there. Well, it was just getting embarrassing. That too. Yeah. I was trying to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the other big thing that happened in the Sister Wives world in the last uh, week or so is Peyton went on a uh, podcast, YouTube. YouTube. Show, show, uh, a show by a show hosted by John Yates, and I had not heard of him before. I didn't know him at all, but apparently, if you watch the show, it seems like he's met lots of different celebrities. His little intro thing is well, he likes- him with Dorinda, and him with uh, you know people housewives and all that kind of. Yeah, stuff. he likes to ingratiate himself with uh, reality TV. Oh, and I, I I know that he knows a lot of the 90 Day Fiance franchise people, and the the show is a little odd because I tuned in and it's you look at it it's four boxes. John and I guess Maria or I, I think that's her name. I couldn't. It was hard to read. They're in one box, so they're obviously they're in they're at their house, but they're not together. John has a husband, but In the box, you see all these little weird animals and beanie babies surrounded by them. It's almost like someone's grandmother's house. It was such a strange place. Like, really, this is where you're gonna record? You know, your your very professional show? Okay. And then Peyton is there, Peyton's in his own box. And then he's got these two other women who he never introduces or tells us. I mean, I guess maybe you should be a regular of the show. And if you're a regular of the show, you know who these other two women are. But these two other women who are in their own spots who just there for what? I don't understand to add color commentary or to add, you know, their two cents. It was just the whole setup was very odd. It was just it was just very strange. But Peyton, um definitely, you know, shares a lot of tea about the family, his experiences. You know, I I watched pretty much most of it. And I'm sure if you're a big fan of Sister Wives. You've heard all of these things, but I'll share with you some of the big revelations that have happened. The biggest one and the one that's being reported on the most is Mary. And the fact that what did he said? He said, Mary was not nice and abrasive is not a harsh enough word to use when you think about her. And he did not. He didn't say it per se, but he basically says. It went Yeah, it went past verbal abuse to the next level. Well, he said that, he said later when he was talking about, um, it seemed like, well, he did. He said that Robin, he said he could never hate Robin because she actually brought it to Cody's attention and got him to to understand that Mary was abusing several of the kids. And he said she probably saved several of our lives. Yeah. Which is very dramatic. He okay. said, yeah, he said that. He said, I never felt safe around her. Wow. I mean, that is, that's significant because okay. as we're learning from the book, the two, I mean, Christine was very much the primary child care, you know, home with the kids, but so was Mary. Well, So was Mary, because when we go, when we talk about the next part of the book, uh, Mary talks about how there was a period of time where she was the primary um Mm-hmm. Caregiver, because Christine was working part time mm-hmm. and she was not working. Yeah. And she was the one home with the kids. So, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, and it's interesting because if you see the book and you see different aspects of the show, you can see this coming up a little bit. You know, there's a very famous scene where Mary's caught by the cameras. She didn't know the cameras were watching her yelling at all the kids yeah. when they're at some you know they're kids they're just being kids and they're on some family trip yeah. and been in the car all day and they're fighting mm-hmm. and so on and so forth and mary freaks out on them but you can you, you see little glimpses of this so it makes sense and of course maddie had put out some tweets uh i don't know how many years ago but i guess she and mary got into a fight or had a big blowout i guess it was about lula Rowe, yes. and then yes. maddie used to work with her at lulu Rowe, and then Mary posted something, basically kind of saying something about how, you know, talking about Maddie, not naming her, but she was talking about her, about how she didn't want to work hard or something Mm -hmm. like that. And so and then Maddie put out these tweets where she doesn't name Mary, but she basically said, you know, I lived in terror my entire life around this person. I'm so grateful that, you know, basically I'm a grateful I'm an adult now and I don't have to deal with you anymore. So goodbye. I'm not part of your downline. Forget (laughs) you. I'll start my own, you know. So that had been out there, and but she had put it out and then taken it off. But, of course, people captured it. Um, he talked a lot. Peyton talked a lot about Leon. And this was a very interesting part of it because, the you know, no matter what you feel about things, if Leon says, call me Leon, mm-hmm. I, I want to be referred to as they, them. Why can't you just do that? But yeah. Peyton really refuses to. He refuses to. He was almost mocking it, like, you know, saying her birth name and then mocking that and saying, oh, no, it's really Leon or Leo. Just kind of just, sorry, I even their birth name. But very disrespectful. And I was kind of surprised that the hosts, too. Oh, was gay? Yeah, this is gay? He doesn't even call him out on this. Or, or even... He doesn't even follow it. Do you know what I mean? I, I guess if you don't maybe want to call him out because you, he's your, you feel a little awkward, he's your your guest, you can't follow it. They weren't calling them Leon the whole oh, time. Yeah. So it was just interesting. So there was a lot of disrespect. It's obviously there's this disrespect. He and Leon don't seem to get, get along. And he said that Leon is a big attention seeker, that always is seeking attention. And that they were both at Logan's wedding, and that Leon, I guess, had just come out as non-binary around that time, or had made a statement about. I think that they said that they were trans, right? I thought non-binary. Well, See, first, like, we don't even. Know. Well, the f- at first it was non-binary, and then, then trans came out later as trans, I believe. And call me Leon or Leo. Yeah. Okay. So I think this happened around the time of Logan's wedding and Peyton said that Leon was upset that he was that Peyton was getting more attention than than they were because Peyton was working at a bouncer in a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> what so Peyton had this job as a bouncer at his strip club giving him all this attention over that. Family? Like, hey, Peyton, how's the strip club? Yeah, how's the strip club coming? What's going on? What are you doing? Oh, okay, hi. And was a lot of that. <laughs> like, It was so bizarre. He would go on these really long tangents about, um, you know, being tall and how the world sees him differently. because like he's tall. so. And he's so you know, yeah, he's he's got a lot of thoughts and feelings. I, but one of the things that he said was that he said that that it was a gift that Mary. Oh, this never. Terrible. That it was a gift that Mary had. That Mary's one child is trans because now Mary will never have any grandchildren of her own, and that is a gift. The the girl, it's she... like it's like punishing her. Yes, for, thank you for being such a monster. Well, um, newsflash, Payton. Anyone can become a parent. Yeah. Okay, and a grandparent. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, that's um, <laughs> the, <just> the <laughs> dumbest, dumbest thing. But to say. I think that's essentially that's what he was saying was that the the God is punishing uh, Mary, Mary By and giving her a a, a, a trans, trans child. child, and she'll never be a grandma. Exactly. So, and he talked about Gwen, Gwendolyn a little bit. It's obvious that uh, Gwendolyn and Payton don't really get along. Um, Payton doesn't really have a lot of time or attention or patience for anyone who doesn't think what he thinks. Yeah. And he talks a lot about his relationships with women. And I get the sense that Payton is often like the third wheel or he's sort of the, he, you know, he has all these good friends that have great girlfriends and he's in love with them and, and but they're always with someone else, and I I just I don't know. Listen, this is just my two cents, but I kind of get the feeling that he's he has a lot of complicated feelings about women. I think mm-hmm. that's my mm-hmm. my state. Yes, all that he does, he's, he's not. <laughs> yes, he says a lot of rude things about women, and also he seemed to go out of his way to assure people that he was straight. Yes, yeah, constantly, like you know, thou doth. Dep- protest too much you know it's like um hello yeah he's oh it's really something but he talked about he did say yes Robin is the favorite wife that was very obvious to all of them very very early on that they went to Flagstaff because Dayton not because Dayton wanted Robin to follow him but because uh Robin can't cut what he said Robin can't cut the umbilical cord so therefore She had to go and follow Dayton to Flagstaff, where he was going to college. He was willing to live in the dorms by himself, and yeah, it's like no, 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 no. I must follow you. So therefore, the whole family went. Rooted the. If that's true, I mean, that's just one of the craziest things I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah. No. He mentions that he talks about that his father was a great father up until the time, essentially, Robin came in that he was a great father and very attentive and fun but that the sense that i get is is that when robin came in and i think it was combination because one thing that he's not saying was when robin showed up and the show showed up like the the television show because robin and the tv show what to say are the same together, yeah. came together at the same time that he something changed that it was the focus was all about Robin and Robin's kids and that when they were in Vegas that most nights Cody was he said five Robin. nights a week he was at Robin Robin but also too I didn't didn't he say that Cody really changed when his brother died yes he did talk a little bit about that this is the thing about this interview was it's so you try to fast forward a little and you're like, okay, wait, I messed something. And then you go back. But it was, there were some things that I just couldn't, I had to fast forward. I just. Yeah. Cause I, well, I got this off. Oh, okay. I got this off of TikTok. Mm, okay. okay. Like a list of all the. Oh, oh, okay. He said, and it said, he said he had a loving father until 15 when Cody's brother died. Oh, wow. Wow. So that was after Robin. Yeah. um, But yeah, that didn't obviously didn't help but I think you know how um, you see this real kind of anger mm-hmm. develop in him yeah um because he was a lot more happy-go-lucky in the first few seasons yeah so maybe it was yeah, yeah. well that's all like what what else do you have on Mar- your list okay so he said that this makes no sense but he said that Robin doesn't work she's never worked and she married Cody because um he was wealthy Yeah, that makes no sense because they had no money. He He was just wealthy. Yeah, so that wasn't the issue. But maybe was he thinking wealthy in terms of oh, we're about to have this TV show. So and I mean, he had a house and he had a convertible. Yeah, convertible. So maybe maybe that's all. Maybe that's wealthy. That's wealthy in Robin's mind, I guess. Um, Or in Peyton's mind, not Robin's, (laughs) because this is Peyton. Yeah, true. True. Um, yeah, I said he knew Robin was the favorite one year into the marriage. There's stuff about Mary, stuff about Leon, Dayton. He said that, you know, the COVID rules oh, were insane. Remember why they were crazy. Um, yeah, well, let's see what I'd... What... He said something about Cody would give up his biological kids for Robin's kids. Yeah, I... He never said that directly. I think he he kept alluding to the fact that it was well they were his he, priority. Yeah, they were his priority, and it seemed that Peyton was he loves Dayton Dayton and he loves Aurora, but I think it's Brianna that he, I think that maybe Brianna was and she was the littlest. She was what six seven something like that when she joined the family and joined this big family. That's a lot, but that she was I guess a little bit of a princess and oh and, and um. Peyton pa- didn't get along with her? I guess not. Yeah. He says Isabel and Gabe are still heartbroken. Yes. Um, all the kids knew that Christine was heartbroken mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. Um, he very much sees Janelle as a second mother. Yeah. I mean, when he talked about it, he really did talk about it. It was his, his mom and Janelle are the women that raised him. Yeah. He says that Mary was the favorite wife until certain things happened he said the catfish was not um it was not what did I I can't read my writing the cat basically the catfish was not the main problem it was that and Mary was on the outs with the family prior to the catfish so that must have been when the abuse was yeah exposed maybe that was why people hate her not because of the catfish um Probably. I mean, my guess would be it's like a slow roll, right? I think I think Mary probably was the preferred wife until Robin came in. I think Robin came in. I think he was swept off his feet. I think he fell in love with her. She became the favorite wife. I think she then pointed out the abuse mm-hmm. to Cody. Cody starts really listening to her. Now Mary's in, you know, now Mary's not the number one. And maybe that's what and caused, the, cat, it caused her and Mary, yeah, the catfish. And then Mary, yeah, and the fact that Mary's, and then Mary, I learned this in my chapters. Um, Mary and Robin stopped spending so much time together. There was like a rift between them, and then Mary probably felt really slighted, and so started the catfish. I mean, I think it was like right. It wasn't overnight for Cody. My guess would be is I think it was a slow burn. Yeah, of five, like a couple years. Yeah, of stuff. Well, now I can. Yeah, I can almost like. Sympathize. Makes sense. No, I sympathize with Cody. Yeah. Um, he says that he hasn't spoken to Cody in a year. And then, oh, this was interesting. Apparently, none of the kids as child, as children, were vaccinated. Oh, yes. They're anti vaxxers. <laughs> none of them were vaccinated. And only the ones who went into the military and had, were forced to get vaccinations got vaccinated. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, he said, Robin wouldn't be okay with other sister wives. Um, oh, and then, I can't remember if, I think he said this, yeah. Um, Cody wanted TLC to put in their contracts that the kids couldn't talk badly about him publicly. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> so telling. So, oh, so wow. telling. So sorry, Cody. Yeah. You're just going to have to be nicer if, <laughs> if you don't yeah. want them to talk about you. So here we are. Uh, we'll see what the fallout is with Peyton revealing all of yes. this. Yes, I mean who knows? And then there's, uh Gwen, who has, I know she has a YouTube um, channel, and then she also, I think, has a Patreon where she, she, and you know, I've I've seen some clips of her YouTube. She's much more diplomatic, mm-hmm. and she's actually nice, much nicer. She mm-hmm. actually seems like a very nice person. So she'll she'll call out things, but in a kind of a loving way or, you know, so she's very different. She's not like Peyton. Um, and she doesn't spill like this kind of juice. Yeah. You know, she, she just kind of honestly, like she watches the show and she reacts to it. That's mm-hmm. what I've seen. I don't know what she talks about on her Patreon because I'm not a subscriber, but on the YouTube channel, she just reacts to the show and she'll say stuff like, well, I don't think that's really true or, you know, like... Mm-hmm. She's much more gentle about it. Yeah. No, Peyton has a lot of opinions. Mm-hmm. Peyton, um trying to find a diplomatic way of saying this, like Peyton's white maleness and it's just out of control <laughs> right there that we are yeah. just out of control. Peyton knows everything and we really know very little. And, you know, hey, he's a bouncer at a strip club. So, I mean, we should be listening to him, right? <laughs> We should be really listening to what he has to say. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen someone be so proud. Yes, <laughs> yes sort oh, yeah wow. of course. Oof. all right. <laughs> so we will um we will be back, be back. with uh, the part two, which is my section called Sorority. We will talk about that and we'll talk about some other um, sister wives information nice. as we build this bridge uh, while Sister Wives is off uh, the air. And um, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. If you love this podcast, please give us a five-star review and write something nice. That would be great. Um, very quickly, I'm, I'm going to keep promoting it. I wrote a book. Uh, it's called True You, a Step-by-Step Guide to Conquering Your Quarter Life Crisis. I talk about the 20-something years into the 30s and just about... My own story of going through my 20s and my own quarter-life crisis uh, coupled with, don't worry, it's not just all about me, Um, coupled with uh, the stories of my clients and what they've been through as 20-somethings. And I talk about the politics of, you know, the day about Generation Z and millennials and all that good stuff. So if you have someone in your life who is a 20, if you're a 20-something or 30-something, if you have a 20-something or a young person in your life that you think would be, it would benefit, I'd really appreciate if you picked it up. Um, And if you really like it, give me a review on Amazon, (laughs) too. That would be good. But here we are at the podcast. Um, So thank you so much. If you have any thoughts or feelings or questions, you can always email us at psychlegalpoppodcast at gmail.com. And I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So much. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.